into the contest. It is Wednesday, the 19th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. And Shane, you had a, a great lunch with Lee chat yesterday. I did, mate. It was uh, a little bit more of a serious chat yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to sit down with Colin Seary, who is uh, the CEO of Lifeline Australia. And um, we all know that... There's many uh, issues with people um, every day um, wanting to commit suicide. Um, And also a really good chat with Dr. Christy Goodwin, who is a digital wellbeing expert and a lot of stuff around kids having too much screen time and the effects of that on their body and their and their physical and their physical as well. So really interesting chat and um, yeah, some really good information there for parents. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, screen time. You and I both know it. Um, yep. You know, every household has it where there's this constant lurching for iPads <laughs> and phones and everything else. You know, you look around you and your phone's gone and it's usually someone playing roadblock somewhere. Uh, it's, a, it's a modern scourge, that's for sure. And of course, the live lunch with Lee coming up in just under a couple of weeks. There's a few tickets left. There's a few tickets left. Op- October 28th down at King Street Wharf in Sydney and uh, it's going to be a fantastic lineup. Lenny Pascoe who is hilarious my old cricket mates Richard Cheekway and Gavin Robertson from the band Six and Out and uh, Kieran Gribben the former lead singer of In Excess will be along as well to play a few songs so I can't wait for that mate. Absolute ripper go and have a look at our website and grab yourself a ticket. Pat Cummins this is an extraordinary story in Australian cricket he's staging a bit of a protest really. Harry Suter talk about staying in in the game and resilience he's back with the Socceroos after a year out or more and dark days for English rugby in life the most important thing is trust without it everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands an organization built on people They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Shano, uh, Namibia back to earth. It was a pretty close one in this T20 World Cup. We're seeing the early games with, well, what do you... Well, they're not really the minnows, are they? But they are the sort of the lesser tier teams. And Sri Lanka got a win after that uh, original shock loss. They did. Sri Lanka dominating the uh, UAE. Sri Lanka scored 8 for 152, Mm. which is not a huge score. Um, But the UAE is all out for 72 Nisanka uh, scored 74 for Sri Lanka, and Harasanga was the best of the bowlers, taking three for eight or four. And you mentioned the Netherlands got up five for 122, defeating Namibia six for 121. So a fairly close game there, but um, it's been so far so good. I've been really enjoying the, the T20 Cricket World Cup, and I think there's a lot better games to come as well. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And all eyes on the Australian team and mm. the form of the superstars. Of course, Pat Cummins is our test captain. He's not skipper in this format. That goes to Aaron Finch. But uh, a huge story kicking about the last uh, couple of days with Pat Cummings, uh, and it's a protest against one of the sponsors. Now, Cricket Australia, uh, it's been pretty well documented financially, aren't skipping along all that well. Uh, this is a big yarn. It's a huge story. Uh, so Pat Cummins, as we know, is the Australian uh, Test captain. Uh, Linter Energy uh, is Australia's biggest commercial sponsor, somewhere 
around $40 million over four years they give Cricket Australia, which then filters down to the players, um, both the men and the women, and to grassroots. So it's a big, big number. Pat Cummins um, is uh, obviously involved in um, keeping uh, you know, green energy and et cetera, and he said that the parent company um, is one of the biggest emitters of um, of carbon uh, in this country and taking a stand against it and doesn't want to be in their ads. Now, now the issue is that uh, Pat Cummins goes to India. And they have a terrible uh, climate policy in India, um, but he's happy to take millions of dollars over there. He also drives a a gas a gas ju- um, guzzling Range Rover. So he's sort of picking and choosing. He's kind of cop a bit of flack around this, I reckon. You've got to be careful, don't you? You've got to have yeah. all your ducks in a row when you sure do. when you take a stand on stuff. Otherwise, you open yourself up. Now, uh, Will Pekofsky, uh, Adam Gilchrist was famous for walking. I don't think he ever walked after being given out LBW. Um, <laughs> uh, this was pretty plum, and people said, "Oh, you should have been out." But you know, you take the you take the rubber, the green, don't you? The good with the bad when you're batting. You sure do, and um, it's not his fault he was given not out. I think the umpire fell asleep because this was absolutely plum. Look, uh, Victoria were chasing 466 mm. in the last inning, so plenty of runs scored. So I suppose you can't give the umpire too much of a hard time for, for nodding off. There weren't many, weren't many decisions to be made. But, yeah, in the third over, um, just hit him, hit him low and right in front. Um, he went on to get some runs, and Victoria ended up, yeah, at the end of the day's play, one for 124, so that game ending in a draw. It reminds me of my highest ever score in under-13s of 63, and Brother Ooh. Richard just did not give me out. I was plum. I think I even got bold once. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was just immovable. Now, uh, talk about immovable. He, he'd open a Georgia Redmayne. This was outstanding. Battled all sorts of conditions. Great knock. Really watchable stuff. Well, anyone who's been up to far north Queensland knows how hot and humid it can be. Mm, um, wow. And when you're playing cricket out in the middle, it can sometimes be up over 60 degrees. It can feel like that in the middle. Well, she scored 98 not out of 67 balls and amazing innings. They said the fact that it was just so hot and sweaty uh, made it even more uh, of a special innings to her. So congratulations. What a great knock. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was outstanding. And uh yeah, it can get humid. I do love it. I do love the heat when you get off the plane, but sometimes if you have to be out in it for too long, it can be very oppressive. Now, Sam Kerr, she's missed out on the Ballon d'Or, the, uh, the top player in the world again. It's, uh, she's been the bridesmaid a few times here. She has. She finished third, um, but she's always in the top three, or she has been the last couple of years. She's also the only Australian, both out of the men and women, to finish in the top 20, so a really good effort there. Um, but she uh, was the bridesmaid to Alexia... Uh, Putalis, um, and Karim Benzema was the men's winner. So uh, congratulations to them both. Yeah, they say success is the intersection of perspiration and inspiration. And mm. uh, this whole area of resilience is extraordinary. I think not only in sport, but in life and, and business and and jobs, you just got to stay in the game. And, and Harry Sutar, classic example of that, been out for a year with an ACL. Well, he's back in the national mix. He is a really big effort. And a year is a long time in, in the sporting world. We all know that the average length of any sporting career across any sports only four years. So yeah. to take a potentially a quarter of your career away is a, is a big gap. Um, but yeah, and he suffered a really bad ACL injury. Well, he's back now and uh, he's obviously been working hard and um, at 23, I think he'll go on to bigger and better things. You just don't give up, do you? You just got to stay don't. in the game. Yep. Stay with us. We've got all the AFL, the NRL and plenty more. After 
The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. G'day, it's Richard Cheekway here. I look forward to having lunch with you on Friday the 28th in Sydney at Shano's Lunch with Lee event. Head to lunchwithlee.com for all details and see you there. Ross Lyons confirmed his interest at St Kilda. They really need a, a steadying hand, don't they? All sorts of dramas, particularly in the back rooms at the Saints. Yeah, well, we all know Brett Ratton was sacked last Thursday. Um, now, Ross Lyon is a former coach of the Saints and, and yeah, famously absolutely. walked out of the club around 10 years ago now, Tim. Um, but he has confirmed um, that he is talking with the club and is interested in potentially taking over. And... Uh, yeah, the rumours are that this this probably will happen. So interesting. He's he's most recent, obviously um, coaching at Free Mantle, but look to go back and um, what he what he calls his home uh, to coach again at St Kilda. Yeah, and uh, still staying in the in the coaching chat and dramas. Des Hasler, uh, his payout. Well, show me the money. Um, he's been dragged through the headlines. There's been stories left, right, and centre. And as we know, he will no longer be at Manly, but. They're going to uh, have to do this at a price to get rid of him. Yeah, he wants a million dollars. Um, mm. One thing Des Hazler is good at, he did this at the Bulldogs as well. He'll get a big payout here. And uh, he doesn't mind getting the gloves off and fighting pretty dirty. Um, but he won't walk away and he won't agree to anything uh, less than that. Hard to bag him, isn't it? Like you've yep. got to, yep. like when you're in that instance, you've got to fight for every cent you've yep. got. Um, so uh, that'll be interesting to see where it does land the cash figure. Now, Michael Maguire, uh, I saw him interviewed after the New Zealand team beat Lebanon, and of course, he is now coach of the New Zealand team, and he was very, very happy. But he's also got a new role uh, with. Uh, one of the clubs in the NRL because he was at the West Tigers and um, famously that documentary on a year, you know, they've had a few years I'd rather forget, but uh, um, fresh new place for him. Well, he did play for the Raiders. I think he played 11 games for them mm. uh, many moons ago. But And he's yeah. taken on a senior consultancy role for the next two years at the Raiders. You must be pretty desperate to do that. I <laughs> to go and coach under Ricky, I reckon. But uh, job's a job, I suppose, Tim. It'll be nice and intense with Michael Maguire and Sticky <laughs> yeah, uh, there. Um, now, English rugby, uh, if you watch it at an international level, it presents like it's on fire. And, of course, we had that painstaking series with them uh, the Wallabies, I thought that they really played well. But from a domestic perspective, this is where a lot of people from outside in are saying and have said for quite some time, how strong is it? Well, it, it doesn't seem to be that way financially, particularly anymore. We're seeing clubs fold and and it's having a huge impact. The, the latest club, of course, a famous club, the Saracens, 167 players and staff sacked. Yeah, the Wasps um, have gone into administration. The second club to do so... Um, this year, um, and it comes down to uh, tax not being paid. Um, so the club has been put into voluntary administration. So it means that, basically, as you said, Tim, 167 people are out of jobs. Uh, players made redundant, staff made redundant. Yeah, it's a really big issue because um, you know, a lot of people's livelihoods are on the line there, and these two big clubs are falling down. It, it will mean, I would assume, that other clubs are probably to follow. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be interesting to watch this space and what impact it does have 
uh, on other clubs, to be honest with you. Um, now, Netball. Netball's been thrown a lifeline by Gina Reinhardt, and uh, and some of those in Netball um, have been asking, uh, what's the money? Where's it going to be spent? Um, I don't know whether she's been asked that very often. No, it's um, she's given them a – or she's thrown them a $15, $15 million lifeline. The Netball is currently $7 million in debt. Um, but First Nations squad member Donnell um, Walliam – um, said she doesn't want to wear the Hancock logo, and I can see why. That goes back to her dad's business had um, intentions to kill off um, Indigenous people that were being um, were affecting you know, <laughs> what they were doing from a work perspective. And uh, so there's some real deep-seated issues there, and I can see why um, she doesn't want to wear that logo. But saying that, um, you know, the sport itself is in a bit of trouble. So where, where do you sit, Tim? It's a tough one. Yeah, I completely understand her position, and yep. um, there has been various voices come out about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, and netball for so long as a sport has has really tried to claw its way onto the front pages and become mm. mainstream at that level, but it just never has got there, has it? Really, uh, it, more people play it, and they, everyone talks about participation. I like watching it; I really do. But it's just never got to that next level, mm. and you know. So we'll see what happens with the game of netball going forward Charles Barclay what about this um, talk about big money in the US uh, when it comes to TV and sport uh, the figures just make your eyes roll well he could lend the diamond some cash couldn't he the netball, <laughs> netball. Mm. Uh, his 10 year contract which he's just signed uh, means he'll earn more money out of this media deal than he did during his playing career they're saying somewhere between 158 to 317 million dollars over the next 10 years you'll make Good on him. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't you mind a little dose of that, eh? Just pop that in the lunchbox. Um, (laughs) And and to wrap it up, speaking about lunchboxes, uh, I've long known of uh, the Lurkers lunches. There's a group of you guys that go and have lunch. And I've I've tried to make a couple on occasions. Dave Townsend, great mate of mine, former media manager of Cricket New South Wales and the Bulldogs attends. But um, the heart and soul of the Lurkers lunch, Worm Sullivan, tell me more. A guy called Worm Sullivan, who I met many moons ago, playing mm. in a corporate cricket match at the SCG, and we've been we've been mates ever since. Um, well, Worm's been hosting this Lurkers Lunch. It started with Petersham cricketers, um, but it includes everyone now from all different walks of life. They're up to, I think, it's the lunch, and Worm may correct me on this, but it's around 184 lunches they've had since 1984. Um, it is hilarious, and their logo is a drunk guy leaning up against a lamppost taking a piss. <laughs> That's on their tie. <laughs> and they have their own creed, which I won't repeat on air because uh, we have listeners with, with precious ears, but it's a fantastic day where you get up and there's some, some really good yarns spoken. It's always over a, over a slapstick Chinese meal down there in Chinatown, and what follows is karaoke and many beers afterwards. <laughs> it's, it's a great lunch, the Lurkers Lunch. Well done, Worm Sullivan. Yeah, thankfully those Lampo Sixes. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We are back on board tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.